on the sidewalk that I could put my analytical skills to work on my problems with girls. I would go back in time and examine the events of my failed relationships through the lens of graphs and charts. Listener, I'm going to pause here and let you know that there is a PDF document attached to your audiobook download where you'll see many graphs and charts that are in the published form of the book, including one at this very spot. Now we will return to our story, where I will read to you. I would then hypothesize and investigate, tracking down the girls I had tried to date and asking them straight up, what went wrong? Why didn't you like me? Why did you reject me? I would compare their answers to my hypotheses and, ultimately, draw a conclusion about the reason no one ever wanted to be my girlfriend. If it was something I could change, like an annoying habit or mannerism, I would change it. If it was some permanent physical characteristic or unalterable aspect of my personality, well, at least I would finally know the truth. And maybe the truth, as they say, would set me free. Sarah Stevens Background Chapter 1 Sarah Stevens would pick truth. I knew she would. I mean, yeah, sure, there was an outside chance she would pick dare. But since the dares on this particular day were limited by A, the confines of a 15-passenger van, and B, the moral authority of its driver, there wasn't a lot of point to picking dare. Now, generally, when you play truth or dare in 8th grade, all the dares end up being some sort of expedition to explore the anatomy of the opposite gender. I dare you to put your hand here or your lips there but not so much when you're with your church youth group, and not so much when your youth group pastor Joe Slater is driving, and it just so happens that he recently took the youth group to a weekend-long seminar called I Kissed Dating Goodbye, where you learned that you should save physical exploration, including all forms of putting your hand here or your lips there, for marriage. So, in this particular church van environment, Picking dare was pointless. If you did, you would end up with something lame, gross, and improvised. Like eating a leftover fast food squeezed packet of mayonnaise or whatever. Tony had picked truth. And then he was asked who he liked, which turned out to be some girl from his Christian school who most of us didn't know. It was kind of a letdown, but now his turn was over, and he had picked Sarah Stevens. Sarah, truth or dare? As long as she picked truth, I knew with complete certainty what he would ask her. Tony had my back. Truth. Tony looked at me. We shared a slight nod. We knew what was about to go down. This was it. The big moment our chance to see if our theories were correct, if Sarah Stevens liked me the way I liked her. 
if she had been talking with her best friend about me the way I had been talking with Tony about her. Do you like Josh? Tony asked. Check. Obviously, I couldn't ask her myself, even in a game of truth or dare, because that would be awkward. But I knew Tony would do it for me. I mean, he stuck with me even when I had cancer, and that's about as serious a test a friendship can face. We'd grown up two doors away from each other, Tony and me. I'd always been homeschooled, and he'd always gone to Christian school. So I would spend my days waiting until he got home, when he could come outside and build forts with me. Then, the cancer. I was nine. I had a 50% chance to live. I would go to the hospital for five days, then come home for two weeks, then go back to the hospital. When I was home, I had hardly any energy.